Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we're here to bring you the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it an honor and a privilege to be here with you on episode number 96 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a general audience's post for you, and I've got some help for this one. And it's all about pigeons and buses. Yes. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with the lesson that I learned from the pigeon. That's what's coming up next. BCU family, we're going to get into our lesson momentarily. I first like to establish protocol. So for my longtime listeners and readers, I want to say thank you so very much for being a part of the BCU family. We do love and appreciate you. And if this happens to be your very first time with us, we thank you very much also for being here. And we certainly do love and appreciate you. And I would love for us to make our relationship permanent. So what I'm going to ask you to do, wherever you are listening from, whether you're on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, on Apple Podcasts, which is formerly known as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are, find the subscribe button. Yes, that's all you need to do is subscribe to the BlendCouragesYou.com channel, wherever you are, and that makes you an official part of the BCU family. Congratulations and welcome. We're glad to have you as a permanent part of our family. All right, BCU family, we are going to dig in. I have one half of the brother-sister dynamic duo with me. I happen to have Jazz. Hi, everyone. All right, and tell the audience how old you are. Eight. Okay, so we've got an eight-year-old in the midst. And let me give you all a little background as to why I have Miss Jazz here and uh, what it is we're doing, talking about pigeons and buses and things like that. So very recently, um, the children were reading a story. Um, Jazz has a brother we call the professor, uh, who's seven. They were reading a story aloud, and um, the name of the story is Don't Let the Pigeon drive the bus. It's a wonderful story by Mo Williams. Um, And it's geared toward younger readers, but it's a favorite, obviously, um, with the kids. And the basic premise of the book is that there's this pigeon who has these dream-like aspirations to drive a city bus. And um, he has been told no. Uh, The driver Uh, The bus had to step away to take care of some things, and the driver warned the passengers not to let the pigeon drive the bus. And uh, once the driver walked away, the pigeon found that that was the perfect opportunity to try and uh, get to be able to drive the bus. And what I found very interesting about what it is that the children were saying was, let let me just say this to you, BCU family, this is a very cute 
and very funny story. And it's certainly meant to be just that, a, a child story to entertain. It's funny that as I was, you know, actually listening to this, you know, the Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, there are some things here that we can apply to our lives in a natural sense and, and spiritually as well, as far as the pigeon and the passengers. So I'd like to explore the book um, with you along with Miss Jazz and, and then we'll talk it through. Does that sound okay for you, Jazz? Yes. All right, let's get started. All right, so I wanna start, Jazz, by asking you a question um, with the pigeon. So obviously this pigeon and the driver must have had a conversation about the bus and driving it. Would you think so? Yes. Okay. And um, the next thing we know, the driver has to walk away to take care of a couple things, and he asks the passengers to keep an eye on things. And he does warn the passengers not to let the pigeon drive the bus. So what does the pigeon do once the bus driver walks away? Asks them if, asks the passengers if they, he can drive the bus. Now, what was the pigeon told? Not to drive the bus. Okay, so now let me ask you. When someone says to you, an authority figure, a trusted authority figure, not to do something, should you go and ask someone else? No. And tell me why not. Because when somebody says no, and like you, when somebody says no, like you tell us, it means no. Doesn't mean you go ask somebody else because they're going to say no because the person who said no is going to probably tell the other person not to do it to somebody else. <laughs> say it to somebody else. Okay, you know, that that's very true. So we have to guard against looking for someone to agree with what it is that we know is wrong to do. So let me ask you another question. What if a teacher said not to do something? To, I'll just pull a name out. I'll just say to Suzanne. Let's say you have a friend in your, in your class named Suzanne. And a teacher says, Suzanne, don't touch that. And the teacher leaves the room. And then, the, the, then Suzanne comes to you and says... Well, hey, Jazz, you know, um, can I go over there and touch that? I, I'd like to do that. I'd like to go over there and get that item. What do you tell Suzanne? No, the teacher said to sit, so she's supposed to sit. Okay, so are we supposed to go along with any of the schemes that your friend that may want to do something wrong? No. Why not? Because if... If they tell you to do it, and if she catches you letting the person do it, you, we're going to get in trouble. Yeah, there's going to be big trouble. So we don't want to go down with the person that wants to do something that they're not told to do. And we don't want to be the people that um, actually orchestrate the scheme either. Do we? No. All right. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is the pigeon and all of his reasons for wanting to drive the bus. This pigeon had a lot of different reasons. There's probably about six, seven, eight of those, probably even more, um, where he was trying to convince the passengers to allow him to drive the bus. Do you remember what some of the reasons were? Um, 
I give you five buck mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. And and he says, I be your friend. Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's just a bus. Mm-hmm. And he said, I bet your mom will let me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Those aren't really reasons. Those are those are um, what we like to call. What's the word that we like to use? Mipilations. Say it again. Mipilation. <laughs> Mipilations uh, or manipulation is what it is. And do you know what the word manipulation means? You do. You get. You find another word to manipulate the people to get to say yes. Ah, very good. So that's what he was trying to do. So he tried to bribe them with money. He tried to call in, you know, the mom and you know other things to try to to bend uh, the passengers' will to his will. So tell me about manipulation and what you think about that. That it's not good to manipulate people because you can get in big, big dog trouble for that. Right. Uh, let me ask you, what ways have you tried to manipulate someone? By crying and going up the stairs really loud and saying, <sighs> Okay, so yeah, those are ways to manipulate. And by crying or stomping away, what did you hope to accomplish? That somebody is going to say, Oh, Jazz, I'm sorry. And then what would you hope they would do after that? Give me a treat or something like that and be sure to be nice to me. Mm-hmm. And why is it that we shouldn't behave in that way? We, should, we shouldn't manipulate people with our tears or our actions or our, our unkind words. What do you think that that God thinks about that? He's really upset because he didn't give us the smart brain to manipulate people. Okay. So what happens when you hear the word no? We think we hear the word yes, we can do it. Mhm. So when um, when a trusted adult tells you not to do something, and you don't understand why you shouldn't do it, or maybe you just don't like the answer, what should our proper response be? Okay, I won't do it. All right. Now, in all honesty, well, you might be sad. Yes. Or how else might you feel? A little mad. Mm-hmm. And is that okay? Yes. Because those are what, what, what do we call those? When you feel mad or upset, what do we call those? Do you know? Feelings? Yeah, there you go. Good job. So, yeah, they're feelings. And God has given us those feelings. When do those feelings get us into trouble? Um, when we started getting really mad and upset about even teeny stuff that's not really that serious because you can do it again they might say yes mm-hmm okay yeah so you may need me may need to wait like um there was a time that you requested to drive my car mm-hmm now you know good and well that you're not supposed to drive my car eight-year-olds only drive what kinds of cars 
bumper cars. Yeah, that's absolutely okay. You are certainly not going to drive my vehicle. So, and you accepted that. That I know you were teasing about it. Where you probably were serious, weren't you? Yes, well, I wanted to drive it. Never mind that part. <laughs> anyway, that that answer is going to be no because there's a law that says that you have to be a certain age and have certain requirements before you can actually drive a vehicle. So that answer is no. And what I want to bring out to those who are listening is is that um, most good parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, trusted adults, whoever you are in a child's life, we want to give good gifts to our children. And Matthew chapter 7, uh, right around verse number 10, 11, 12, right around in there says that, you know, if us being evil, and that means being sinful by nature, us in our natural minds know to give good gifts to our children, how much more will our Heavenly Father do the same? And I pipe in to say this because, you know, I, I know, and Jazz knows that, you know, it's there's no way that you need to be driving a vehicle at the age of eight. Um, it's a good gift for me to tell you no. Sometimes the gift is no. And we don't always take no as a gift. We take it as a someone is punishing us or they don't like us or they don't want us to have fun or they don't understand. And I have to tell you, BCU family, I felt that way myself. And I'm sure, Jazz, that you felt that way too. Yeah. yeah, we we feel that way. And what we fail to realize is, is that if there's someone that's older and wiser, that's giving us that no or that weight, that there's a reason behind that. And with the help of the Lord, we want to respect the reason and ask God to help us to accept the answer and not to dwell on it to the point where we want to start manipulating uh, the circumstances and other people and things like that to get our own way. Um, God has a way of doing things. He has an order in which things are to be done and taken care of. And it's really not in our best interest to try to override what God has already gotten planned. All right. So that that's a good footnote. Now, Jazz, is it? So go ahead. Tell us what it is um, that you took away from don't let the pigeon drive the bus. I took away even five-year-olds and three and three-year-olds and four and eight-year-olds and ten, eleven and twelve-year-olds need to learn how to set the answer no, no, because your parents and guardians and anybody, everybody's trying to keep you safe. That's a that is a trusted adult. Okay. All right. You said parents and guardians. Okay. Someone's been paying attention in school. They're trying to keep you safe. So that no, a lot of times, is trying to keep you out of trouble. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the listening audience? No. Okay. All right. Good. Thank you so much for your service there, young lady. I appreciate you uh, coming on to the show today. And BCU family, we can also apply this, you know, to us as adults if you think about it, because um, many times um, the Lord will tell us no on something. And I, I won't say us. I'll, I'll even just say me. Um, I have been told no for um, a few things in my life. And I probably have uh, cried and pouted and, you know, folded my arms all in protest, um, similar to what this pigeon did. <laughs> you know, we try to bribe God, Lord, if you just give me this one thing, you know, I won't ask for anything else. And, you know, Lord, you let so-and-so have it. And, 
and those types of statements. And, you know, I was very young in my walk with the Lord and didn't know any better. And I thank God for his grace and mercy. Um, we do this sometimes with God if we're honest with ourselves. And what we want to do as we go on to um, maturing in the Lord is to make sure that, you know, although we don't understand or like the delay in God's answer or the knowing God's answer, uh, similar to what Jazz says, we need to learn how to accept it graciously um, with the help of the Lord. And yes, we can accept it with tears and we can accept it with disappointment, knowing that because God gives good gifts to his children, that whatever he has, if he has something to replace what it is that you've asked for, is going to be much better than what you thought would be good for you. Amen? Amen! Well, BCU family, I've got to tell you that for a children's book, this really gave a lot of food for thought uh, to me. And I'm hopeful that it did to you as well. So I would love to hear from you or from the children that you may have listening, what your thoughts are around the topic of conversation with the pigeon, the bus, the no, how he acted, anything whatsoever. So I'll tell you what, I'm head on over to the blendcouragesyou.com site. Um, there is a comments section that is just waiting for you. So I would love for you to drop a comment there so that we can continue our conversation. All right, BCU family, we're going to get ready to wrap things up. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you all so much for uh, rocking with our first unofficial BCU Kids segment. So um, in those comments, once again, we're curious to hear, you know, how you enjoyed that. And uh, if we get some positive comments, it just might be something we put in the regular rotation. We'll see what the Lord has in store. All right, so this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com signing off. Once again, we definitely appreciate each and every one of you. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.